gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, back once again with another episode of Waking Up With The Truth for Monday, June 20th, 2022. If you guys are new to Waking Up With The Truth, it is a daily podcast show where I get you guys prepared for the upcoming day in the sports world. We'll go over a lot of, or I should say, not I should say a lot of, uh, sports leagues, but we'll go over a variety here, um, some of the important news, and then I'll go ahead and get your daily picks for the day. Anyways, guys, let's start it off with golf. I haven't done really much golf um, you know, on this channel, and the U.S. Open concluded yesterday with um, you know, a champion finally. We finally got a champion, and it is Matt Fitzpatrick on the PGA Tour. Honestly, a very good weekend of golf. There was a pretty much a three-way showdown between Fitzpatrick, Shuffle, I never say his name wrong. Right, Scheffler and Will Zalatorius. Will Zalatorius, man of, we should just call him second place king because he has won second place so many times. Is still trying to get over that major hump and win a major. But Matt Fitzpatrick had a day today shooting a 68. Scheffler had a good bounce back with a 67 um, after posing a 71 round three, kind of was falling off there. But Fitzpatrick does win it at minus six. Scheffler and Zalatorius tied for second at minus three. And then Hideki Matsuyama in fourth with a minus three. Colin Morikawa, a very good day. Uh, minus two, a very interesting turn of events for Morikawa. Started with a 69, then went to a 66, then yesterday a 77, and then a 66 today to get back into fifth place and a minus two. That's actually very good. If you're Colin Morikawa, you got to be pleased with yourself. Obviously, round three wasn't the uh, the round for you, but still gets the job done. A very nice U.S. Open, um, you know, with a lot of controversy surrounding Live Golf and the PGA Tour. It was a nice event and nice to see Matt Fitzpatrick win. He won on that same round in the amateur, I believe. So he's got a very good love for that course. But yeah, that was the uh, 2022 United States Open. Moving on to the NFL, some NFL news. Just one quick note here. The Browns are desperate to get rid of Baker Mayfield. They even said they'd cut half the cap uh, to do so. You know, if I was the Browns, I would hold ship just for a moment. you got to wait to see what happens with the Deshaun Watson investigation because if you get rid of Baker Mayfield now and Watson's gone for, let's say, eight games, you're screwed uh, pretty much for half the season. Or you can try to pile together some wins, but... It'll be a very sticky situation now if, you know, uh, Watson is cleared of his charges and he's able to play right away, then you're definitely looking at getting rid of Baker Mayfield. So either the Browns know a little more something than, you know, we don't know as the fans, but for them trying to get rid of Baker Mayfield so desperately without knowing what's happened with Deshaun Watson is just mind-boggling to me because that would just be the classic Browns thing, getting rid of Baker Mayfield, and then, oh, shit, Deshaun Watson can't play the first eight games or even the full season. What are you going to do at quarterback? So, I don't know, but I think you should definitely wait off a little bit. Now, obviously, if Deshaun Watson is going to be playing and is able to play, then you got to get rid of Baker. But I think they are just kind of rushing things too soon, and they've been doing that in the past, which is why they haven't had the success that they've been needing. Switching on to the NBA, Kenny Atkinson decides to stick with the Warriors. This is big for both sides, um, the Warriors, and then also not big for the Hornets. Kenny Atkinson, you know, had some time at the uh, New York Nets. Um, didn't really go too great. I believe he made the playoffs once in four seasons. And now as an NBA champion with the assistant coach at the Golden State Warriors position. I definitely think this is the right move. Um, a lot of assistant coaches don't get credit. You know, a lot of head coaches don't even get credit. But Kenny Atkinson with, you know, the kind of resume he had 
Um, let's say Steve Kerr wasn't able to coach. I believe Kenny Atkinson was that first man up, or if not, has kind of mentored and helped those players grow and develop um, to be world champions once again. So it's definitely big for the Warriors for uh, Kenny Atkinson to stay there. Which brings me into my Nets. next news subject. Andrew Wiggins would like a new deal. Obviously, I think a lot of players would, but he did say um, that he wants to stay um, you know, in the Warrior, the Bay, I should say, for a long period of time. So we'll see what happens there. Definitely has coming out party in the uh, finals this year. And then is there a little bit of a Grizzlies-Warriors feud? We've kind of seen John Moran, Draymond Green even, um, all those guys kind of go at each other a little bit. It'd be very interesting to see. I think more of the Jaw and Grizzly side has been antagonizing it, which I don't really know why you're doing that with the Warriors just winning a championship and the Warriors knocking you out of the playoffs. So a very interesting strategy there, but that might be a rivalry down the line, especially next year. Um, Jaws saying, you know, he wants a Christmas Day matchup with them. We'll see what happens, but um, definitely interesting to keep an eye on if you are an NBA fan. Moving on to the MLB, the Astros fan, the famous Astros fan, negotiates for a home run ball. I believe, I can't th- say this guy's name, but he got a uh, his first home run of, the, uh, of his career, and it fell into the lap of an uh, Astros fan. Obviously, the Astros personnel and staff wanted the ball, but give props to this kid for negotiating hard for it. I think originally he wanted to sign Justin Verlander jersey. They said, no, we can't do that, which, come on, this guy's a kid, first of all. And second of all, I'm pretty sure the Astros and any franchise in sports has the ability to give away a signed Justin Verlander jersey. I'm I'm pretty sure it's in their budget somewhere in the millions and millions of dollars they have. Um, I don't know the full negotiations, but eventually they got it negotiated, and I believe he's got a six free tickets, six on-field batting practice tickets, a signed Jose Altuve ball, and a signed Justin Verlander jersey. So what a day to be at a ballpark for that kid. You look on the flip side, let's say that guy becomes a star in the MLB. You're like, well, he gave up that home run ball. But I think it's high risk, high reward, and it definitely was a win for the kid and definitely just an interesting sight to see. And then Mookie Betts is on the I.L. with a cracked rib. I do not know how much time he's going to miss. Um, it's not like they can just put a superstar in the lineup for the Dodgers and still make a World Series run. Obviously, Mookie Betts um, was a big factor and the reason why they've had success this year. And it definitely sucks to see. Nobody likes to see injuries, especially with a caliber player like Mookie Betts. It's just not right to see, frankly. Um, and so we'll see what happens, how long he's got to miss. Crack ribs are always tricky, um, especially depending on the player and athletic, not athleticism, but body shape because, you know, ribs help you with breathing, all that good stuff. So we'll see how long Mookie Betts is on the IL, but uh, definitely needs to get back um, into focus. Moving on to the NHL, we're covering a lot of leagues here. Tampa Bay needs to back, get back on track. They lost 7-0 in Game 2 and I believe 4-3 in Game 1. They're down 2-0, heading back to Tampa Bay. The two-time back-to-back and reigning champions need to get something going here in Game 3. Otherwise, this series is going to be a runaway, pretty much. Which makes me move into my Game 3 prediction. I'm going to go with the Lightning in this one. They are the favorite. Um, you know, Right now, I do think um, that it's just... I just think that you, you got to go with the Lightning here in Game 3, no matter what. I mean, they're two-time back-to-back champions, the reigning champions. They're going to figure out a way to bounce back in game three i do believe the avalanche will win the series in five i kind of feel like i don't want to say tampa bay has lost their juices but they just look worn out i mean their goalie was one of their main factors he hasn't been playing well they obviously haven't been scoring especially last game the avalanche are just riding a tremendous high so i'd love to see um 
the Avalanche continue that momentum down the line. And I do think Tampa Bay does win game three here, five to two at home before losing game four and game five. And the Avalanche do become NHL champions. Which uh, this leads us to our final topic, and it is our MLB Daily Picks, um, our favorite segment for sure. We'll go over some spreads and some money lines and see where we're going at here today. The Marlins and the Mets play a weird day game um, at 1.10 Eastern Time. Trevor Rogers, 3-5, and 53-2, and two thirds, a 5.87 ERA. Taking on David Peterson, 3-1, 40 innings pitch, and 3.60 ERA. I'm going to go with the Marlins in this one on the road. Trevor Rogers has just been phenomenal the pitch um, for um, the Marlins. He's obviously played very well. It'd be interesting to see, um, with it being the first game of the series and a division rival, how the Marlins play against the Mets. But uh, I do think Trevor Rogers um, will definitely get you know a good start going. And I would bet the under here. I do believe it'll be about a four to one game. So the over under eight, I definitely will go with the under in that one. The Cubs taking on the Pirates. Caleb Killian, 0-1 record, 9 innings pitched in an 8 ERA versus J.D. Brubaker, a struggling 0-7 record, 64 innings pitched in a 4.50 ERA. This one's going to be a toss-up. This one's a close one in the betting books. I'm going to go with the Cubs in this one. I think the Cubs do win it on the road. The Pirates are third in the NL Central. Um, that's surprising. The Cubs are fourth, I believe, with about two games back or one and a half game back. I do like the Cubs in this one, but I do expect this to be an offensive showdown at 8 uh, for the over-under. I definitely pick the over here. Both pitchers have been struggling. Caleb Killian just getting familiar with the league this season, and Brubaker's 0-7. I do like the Cubs winning this one, and Brubaker unfortunately going to 0-8 uh, to start his 2022 campaign. We got another great showdown, the Yankees taking on the Rays. This is going to be a dandy. Garrett Cole, 6-1 record, a 73 innings pitch, and a 3.33 ERA. Versus Shane McCallahan, 7 and 3, 78 in the third, and a 1.84 ERA. Is he the favorite for AL Cy Young right now? Obviously, the over under is pretty low at 6.5. I'm still going to bet the over, though. Um, I do believe the bullpens will struggle on both sides. I'm going to go with the Rays at home. I just think it's hard for the Rays not to win, um, especially at home against the Yankees with Shane McCallahan on the bump. You got to go for them. And I do believe the Yankees, at least, are the favorites of the money line. So. If you're a betting man, I definitely think you should bet high in the race there and uh, see where that can take you. The Tigers travel to Boston to take on the Red Sox. Alex Fadio, a 1-3 record, a 40 innings pitch, and a 4.28 ERA, taking on Josh Winkowski, 1-1, eight innings pitch, and a 4.50 ERA. I'm going to go with the under. I feel like it's a little high at 9.5, and I'm also going to go with the Red Sox here. Money line, negative 185 at home. Both are fourth in their respective divisions. Both pitchers have been struggling. Both offenses have been hot as of late. Um, I'm definitely going to go with the over. Wait, did I say the over? I meant to say the under. Both offenses have been struggling um, as of late, so I definitely would pick the under here. I think both pitchers will give a, a fine good outing to, uh, to get them through the game at least and uh, see where we go from there. The Giants travel to Atlanta to face the Braves. Logan Webb, 6-2, 78-2 and two thirds, and a 3.43 ERA. Taking on Max Freed, 7-2, 80.2 innings, and a 2.90 ERA. This is going to be a good one. The over-under right now is pretty high, in my opinion, at 8. I'm going to go with the under for sure, and I'm going to go with the Braves at home. Max Freed has just been pitching phenomenal. It's not that Logan Webb hasn't been pitching good, but with the Braves' offense the way it is, and you know Max Freed doing what he's been doing on the bump, it's really hard to pick against them. So I'm going to go with the Braves at home. If it was flipped, I probably would go with the Giants, but right now the Braves at home. Cardinals taking on the Brewers. Both teams tied with record at 38-30. and 30. 
Um, Brewers right now hold the lead in the Central. Mike Michaelis, 5-4 record, 82 and a third in his pitch, and a 2.62 ERA, taking on Corbin Burns, 4-4 four four record, 78.2 in his pitch, and a 2.52 ERA. I'm going to go with the Brewers at home, um, money line minus 155. I'm also going to go with the over at 7.5. I'm sorry, the under at 7.5. Both pitchers are probably the aces on each respective team. Both pitchers have had this matchup before, and both pitchers can deal. Corbin Burns did struggle a little bit in his last start, so I think that's going to give him some momentum um, you know, in this one. And I think Mike Michaelis is just going to pitch another tremendous game. He almost threw a no-hitter in his last one. Got to the final out before giving it up. So we'll see what happens there, but I do like the Brewers at home. The Blue Jays travel to Chicago to face the White Sox. 38-28 record versus a 31-33 record. Jose Barrios gets the call, a 5-2 record, 71.2 innings pitch and a 4.65 ERA. Taking on Lance Lynn, who is making his second start of the year. He's got a 0-0 record, 4.1 innings pitch and a 6.23 ERA. The over-under set for nine, I definitely think um, you want to bet heavy on the under. Yeah, both pitchers are really good pitchers, established themselves in the league. Lance Lynn is getting back with the second star. You know, he struggled his last one, so he's going to want to bounce back in this one. Jose Barreos has also had a relatively decent year. He could have been better. Did all right, pretty good for his last start. Um, his last three starts have been at least seven innings, so I definitely like the leeway there. And i just like that one to be a good one, um, a good pitcher's duel. So I like the, uh, the Blue Jays in that one. The Royals are traveling to the Angels. Chris Bubik um, for the Royals taking on Noah Syndergaard. Chris Bubik 0-4, and 8.36 ERA versus Noah Syndergaard 4-5, and 51 and he's in a 3.53 ERA. Bet the over here and bet the Angels heavy. I think the Angels win this one on home. The Royals have just struggled all year, and Noah Syndergaard is due for a good outing here. Um, I think this is going to be a good one, but I think the Angels' offense is just going to go through the roof. Trout and Otani in that lineup's a dangerous one. I'd be curious to see uh, what happens down the line here, but I definitely like this one um, if you are a Angels fan. Moving on to the final game of the night. We only got a, a short slate of games, so a little shorter show here today. The Diamondbacks taking on the Padres. The Diamondbacks will throw Zach Davies a 2-3 and three record to 69-inch pitch and a 3.78 ERA, taking on UU, U Darvish, 6-3 and three record, 75 and a third and a 3.35 ERA. I'm going to go with the Padres in this one. Um, the Padres just played really good at home, especially against the Diamondbacks. I'm also going to go with the under here. I think this is going to be a good pitcher's duel at a 7.5 spread. Um, I think the Padres win game one of this set uh, against the Diamondbacks. And uh, with the Diamondbacks have been playing well. Um, the, that that division is very good, so it's hard to succeed in that division. But it's going to be another good day. That will be baseball. Not too many games. So uh, if you are a fan of something else, maybe that's the day you uh, watch something else. But there's still games to be played and series and, and games that matter. So uh, we'll see what happens down the line. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Waking Up With The Truth. Make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at the Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value I know you do not want to miss. And until next time, it's your host that you obviously love the most, Niall Heston, signing out. Take care and uh, good night.